Hello! Welcome to Lights Carry Action. I'm Carrie Morrison, your film buff friend, and I've brought the show back to give you brief and spoiler-free reviews so you don't have to do any research. So sit on down and grab a cup of tea and let's get to it. I've been meaning to bring back this show for quite a while and I'm very happy that I've planned for the rest of the year, so don't worry. There's many exciting films in store. I've already given sneak peeks to friends and be like, would you rather see this film being covered or would you rather see this film being covered? Um, and a friend said to me, Carrie, come on. Don't tell me that you don't want to cover a film that has a yak in the classroom. That reference will be relevant later in the year. So this episode, our first ingenue episode back should we say the second series probably um is all things about stagey kids the theater kids the ones that do jazz hands in the corridor at school where they go to the place where they belong which is the world of theater and doing jazz hands on stage so with that being said let's get on to the first film of the week what up adirondack listen up Squad, gang, maybe uh, zip it. Can we just get you guys to shoot? Oh, what a beautiful Oh, that was dope. The new release I'm covering this week is Theatre Camp, directed by Molly Gordon and Nick Lieberman, and written by Ben Platt, Noah Galvin, Molly Gordon and Nick Lieberman. So Ben, Noah and Molly also star in the film. It's one of those mockumentaries where people do a lot of improvisation in character, but it's about mainly the these two drama teachers who are writing a musical for the show that they haven't written yet. The musical they're writing is about the, the leader of the camp who's currently in a coma and now the leader's son who is taking over the camp is not very well versed in the ways of theater it's totally fine we're going to need to prioritize the musicals which means the straight plays are going to have to be acoustic quick question what's a straight play there are musicals and then there are straight plays so then what would be a gay play so here's the thing i can't really judge comedies based on how much i laugh because Apparently it's an autistic thing of like, I can recognize a joke and find a joke funny, but like they don't laugh, which I thought was a very interesting fact, which explains a lot of stuff. Because people have said to me when I've been watching movies or like theater shows with them that I've apparently looked really bored. And I'm like, no, I'm really enjoying this. And I enjoyed theater camp tremendously. I loved the jokes they all did, the archetypes that are all covered. There's there's the drunk, there's the really pretentious, elitist, judgmental theater kids there was not any like shaming of like the different types of kids i feel like everyone is welcomed in their own way as far as i as far as i can remember but i'm gonna bring that back for a film we're covering later i loved the songs they did in the show and the fact that it makes fun of itself you can tell there's a lot of heart in it and especially at the end of the show i not the end of the show if they were doing a show but it's it's a movie carrie it's a movie when you get to the end of the movie you realize even though it pokes fun of itself it actually does deeply care about its subject matter i mean it's made by theater kids noah galvin in this is absolutely fantastic i loved his character the most Loved him two pieces. I honestly would say watch Theatre Camp for Noah Galvin's character because it's beautiful just seeing it, uh, him grow throughout the movie, even if a lot of it's improvised. I actually wasn't a huge fan of the son Troy who was leading the camp, who is played by Jimmy Tatro. I've seen a few things with him in it. 
And I've realised he kind of plays the same character, which is the goofy yet arrogant adult. Do you know what I mean? And so seeing him again in that kind of character in Theatre Cap, I, it wasn't bringing anything new to me. And any scene he was in, I was just like, we're going to have to continue with this storyline. But apart from that, I think this is a really fun comfort movie. I definitely don't think you need to see it in the cinema, but seeing it on a TV screen, maybe not necessarily on your laptop, I think there is a sense of spectacle. You don't need to see it on the big screen. I mean, you can, it's really great, but you can watch it at home when it goes on streaming. Now that's my little review for Theatre Camp. And now let's go on to our next movie. And I'm really craving some lemonade. Poets. Geniuses. Visionaries. Lemonade Mouth has been called all of these things. Yes, our next movie of the week is Lemonade Mouth from 2011, directed by Patricia Regan and written by April Blair. Whoa! It's a double duo of women! I love that for them. So it's about the story of the founding of Lemonade Mouth, an iconic band uh, within the universe of this movie, and how these five high school students who never would have met in any other circumstance, all meet in detention and start their own revolutionary band. Come on. Okay, okay, I'll do it. Yes! Find your voice. Olivia, did you really write that? Yeah. Band together. Here's the thing. I expected it to be like cheesy, like high school musical end kind of cheesy. I mean, there are some bits where it's definitely going on the mozzarella a little bit. But I was quite surprised at how earnest it wanted to be with each character's backstory, except one character in particular. That's going into a spoiler if I talk about this character at all. And I'm just not going to do that because the whole point of this podcast is spoiler-free reviews. It was really weird because I felt like the movie was too long. The pacing was, on the whole not really snippy enough but then I understand the need for each scene in the movie so I don't really know what scenes would be cut in order to make it a shorter movie and also I'm surprised it's that long considering it's a Disney Channel original movie it's a movie that runs for two hours and 26 minutes (laughs) hello past Carrie was incorrect the runtime of this movie is one hour and 46 minutes apologies In my opinion, there are some uh, scenes that could be cut or maybe a bit more simplified. I think some scenes took a little bit longer to get to the place it needed to be. And I think also stylistically, when they have those really deep earnest moments, it's really nice. But there were some moments where it goes into like cheesy high school musical kind of camp, pun not intended. For me, it it took away from me a little bit. If it's a movie that's consistently camp, I'm totally for it. But if it's a film that kind of fluctuates between it's telling a, not necessarily serious, but like a heartfelt scene that's very like bittersweet and all that stuff and then goes to principal that's riding around on a, oh, what's it called? Tramways? Treadways? Those ones that, you know, you kind of stand on a little board and then you move the stick to where you want to go. Oh, but yeah, I'd say Lemonade Mouth also to me feels like a bit of a franchise launch like they were trying to make Lemonade Mouth into an actual band like Hannah Montana and stuff but as a movie as a whole I think it was nice I think it's one of those higher end films compared to its usual caliber and I think that's really good but on the whole its cohesiveness of style was a bit of a miss 
Now we go on to our last film of the week, and this one may be similar to Theatre Camp in terms of its story or its setting, but it's definitely not the same in terms of style. If you've ever felt different, how would you ever dress your prom, dude? I don't get that. Of course you don't get that. Our last film of the week is Camp from 2003, written and directed by Todd Graff. And I know I said in Theatre Camp it was written by those four people, but that was probably a bit more improvisational based. And this one is a bit more straight line. Not not completely straight, but... So basically, it's about all these misfits who rejoice when they go to musical theatre camp for the summer. And it's about a young couple, a will-they-won't-they, they, a queer little kid played by Robin De Jesus, who, you know, going through some stuff. Every kid is going through some stuff. Wake up! I did not. Sit down. You are a scary little girl. And all you need to bring is your dreams. I know you're scared. It's not that. My parents are here about time they met their daughter. So this film was interesting because I literally just watched it in preparation for recording this episode. I think the movie could have ended earlier because after that, it completely just destroyed any perception of of what I had of the characters. Like the lead protagonist, Vlad, who is played by Daniel Latell, I think that's the pronunciation, in a setting where it very much celebrates queerness and about being a misfit. The fact that its main protagonist is a straight white guy um, that people keep saying in the film is like a complete normie, like he plays sports, but he does want to be an actor, which is nice. I found that choice interesting, considering the choices and the revelations we have about him later on and just his behaviour is a little bit icky. So when it got to the ending of the movie, it really just took me aback and I was like, how am I supposed to still like this person? It was interesting. But I think the choice of music was really great and when it wanted to take the mick out of themselves, they really took the mick out of themselves. I genuinely thought it was going to be a bit more comedy, like a big comedy or like a really serious drama. And it felt like a kid's drama. Do you know what I mean? Like kind of Lemonade Mouth, but not with the Disney branding. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think its style is really great for what it is. I do think it relies on some tropes that I'm not a fan of, but I think its storytelling is the most cohesive, I think, out of all the movies I've seen this week. And it is an enjoyable time until like the last five minutes. So that was all the films for this week. I think, hmm, if I was to go with any movie this week, it's either Theatre Camp or Camp. Lemonade Mouth was nice, don't get me wrong, but I think Theatre Camp and Camp knew what it was and was very, very committed to it. I think personally, there are some dated things in Camp, so I think I would go for Theatre Camp in terms of my movie for the week. Not that camp is necessarily bad it's just more that there were some dated elements in there about fat shaming and stuff like that but there is a cameo near the end of the movie that i was completely like taken aback so i think i would recommend both movies um so long as you're prepared for the dated behaviors theater camp for me i think is a great one to watch right now in the comfort of your own home on streaming services that's where i'd ask you to go 
But that's the end of this episode this week. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcast. And if you could share it, it would be immensely appreciated. Also, I have some social medias uh, on Instagram. I am Carrie J Mo, and the Instagram for this podcast is Lights Carry Action. I'm also doing a fundraiser for my chest surgery. So if you go on my Instagram, Carrie J Mo, there is a link to donate. Every little bit helps. But that is the end of this episode. Take care and stay safe.